morning, good morning, and uh, welcome to worship at uh, New Horizon here in uh, Southwest Ranches, the southwest area of Broward County. We're glad to worship together and share together. I'm Pastor Rafe, and this is a great day. We're celebrating uh, people getting ready to go back to school and all of that means, and there's a little bit more of a, uh, just sort of like shaking and quaking and fear and trepidation in the middle of that, and so we'll be celebrating that uh, um, of course, we want to uh, share in uh, prayer this day also um, with our brothers and sisters in Haiti and uh, what is happening there. Uh, for all those things, you'll hear a little bit more about that as we go forward in worship and share together. But let's come into the presence of God with a song and the song in our hearts and lift up our praises. So let's come to our feet, however we're worshiping here or online, and let's sing together. Lord, we just thank you, God, for a wonderful day. We thank you for bringing us together one more time that we have a chance to worship you in spirit and in truth. Lord, we pray this day that your Holy Spirit will be in our presence and everything that be done here today will be done to the honor of your glory, we pray. In Jesus' name and all God's people say, amen. amen. Pastor Lisa, and I want to welcome you this morning as we bow our heads in prayer. Lord, we come before you this morning ready and eager to give you praise and to worship you with all that we are. But if we're being honest, Lord, we are distracted. The level of noise in our minds is just overwhelming at times. Hurricanes and tropical storms, earthquakes, Mask or not mask, vaccine or not vaccine, going back to school, all that anxiety, Lord, that high-pitched whine of anxiety for our friends and our families. 
that low thrum of depression and loneliness that threatens to just suck us under, the buzz of angst as we try to figure out how to stay healthy physically, emotionally, and financially. Lord, the cacophony of sounds in our heads is so hard to move past. Help us to remember, Lord, to see you, to take a breath. Remind us that you have given us peace, your peace. You have told us, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Don't let your hearts be troubled and don't be afraid. Help us to remember that you are God and we are not, nor do we have to be. It is said, be still and know that I am God. Help us to achieve that stillness this morning, knowing that you have it in your hands, Lord. Help us to tune out the noise, if not for the week or even for this day, just for one hour as we worship you and bring our praise to you with all that we have. We focus our minds and hearts by praying as your son taught us to. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. during the summer, we talk about 10 missions, and it's called our 10 for 10, where we take some time to look at the many missions of New Horizon, but on these 10 weeks, it's 10 that um, we want to do an extra offering for. And so today's mission is our back to school, 
but it's also our Nourishing Lives um, outreach to feed children. So 10 for 10 is interesting with Nourishing Lives because $10 feeds two children for a weekend. So in your extra offering today, if you would like to contribute either online or here, Everything that we do will go for our Nourishing Lives, which we will be back in schools as school starts back. So kids will be getting bags on the weekends. Families will be coming to get food here. It will be a both-and kind of thing. But I really want to spend most of our time today praying a blessing over all of those in our community that are preparing for back to school. That includes our students, our elementary students, our middle school students, our high school students, our college students, our grad students, our adult students, students across the board, all of our teachers, administrators, cafeteria workers, bus drivers, anybody that works in education in any way, shape, or form, all of our parents, extended families, grandparents, aunts, uncles, all that make it possible for our kids to have a, a safe place to go and a safe place to come home to. And so as we prepare for this time, and Pastor Lisa in her prayer mentioned that we are excited, but we are also a little apprehensive. So we want to, um, and this prayer is going to be a little different. It's going to be interactive. So there is a response. You will know when the response comes up, and we're going to respond together. And it's going to be a little bit here and a little bit there. So let's see how this goes. So if, and don't bow your heads or you'll miss it. So normally I say, let's bow our heads and go to the Lord in prayer. No, no, no. Don't bow your heads. Keep your eyes open. So let's get ready for back to school. For this school year, bless my paper and my pen. Guide my spirit deep within. Help me think and help me play this whole school year, day by day. Of whom much is given, much is required. May learning be your greatest desire. As I move from class to class, guide my footsteps, clear my paths, keep my tongue, speak your words, let my will freely be yours. Of whom much is given, much is required. May learning be your greatest desire. May God's excellence show. Keep me strong to reach the prize and to grow in grace, becoming wise. Of whom much is given, much is required. May learning be your greatest desire. Whether far from home or near, may I hold God's precepts dear. To do my best at every task, for this blessing I do ask. Of whom much is given, much is required. May learning be your greatest desire. As our students do their thing, guide our days and plans we bring. Surround our lives with your protection. Focus our path by your direction. Of whom much is given, much is required. May learning be your greatest we are as desire. Ready as we can get. Boards are done, class all set, with each seat and each name. A new school year, we're back again. We are ready for day one. Every day I pray, Father, let your will be done. Of whom much is given, much is required. May learning be your greatest desire. Help our community be a part as we lift our minds and our hearts. As we study, work, and pray, be with all throughout the day. Amen. Uh, have that blessing of, of learning and education, have that uh, blessing of being involved in education, whether it be teachers or support staff or administrative staff or whatever. As we have that blessing and go back to school, um, we can't help but think about those this day who are not feeling very blessed. And I'm thinking of our brothers and sisters um, in the Haitian community. Uh, particularly as uh, an earthquake has devastated uh, that country uh, again. And so we um, want to take a, and pause for a moment for prayer for our brothers and sisters in Haiti 
But we also know that here in South Florida, there is a very strong and deep connection um, with that nationality and that country and those people and the food and the languages and the culture and everything is just so much part of who we are and what we share here in South Florida. And so it certainly breaks our hearts to, um, to, to see that earthquake. And so as part of that, as we bow in prayer, I want to invite you to, uh, to share um, support for that. And the way we can do that is, um, you've heard Pastor Peyton mention that, you know, we do a 10 for 10 mission and we do missions all summer long. And earlier in the summer, we talked about how our church is connected throughout the globe and we have missions to do that. Well, one of the things that we have in our United Methodist tradition is called UMCOR, the United Methodist Committee on Relief. And I guarantee you UMCOR is already at work in response to the uh, devastation and the tragedy that is affecting our brothers and sisters in Haiti. And so if you'd like to give an extra gift, and a special gift, to, uh, to respond to that need, um, you can do that through the church. Just uh, mark your gift Haiti or UMCOR, and we'll make sure that it goes there. You can do that online, or you can do that in the offering things that are here if you're on location. Um, or, or contact the church office if you want to make a, a, you know, a, a donation towards that, but we can make sure that that happens. But we do want to respond um, because this is really, for us here in South Florida, this is very much at our hearts, and we are brokenhearted over this tragedy, over the earthquake, um, and uh, we pray for the people of uh, the, the country and also our community here who are heartbroken and devastated. Um, many uh, concerned and worried about family. And so uh, let's bow our hearts in prayer and join in solidarity with our, our brothers and sisters of, of this community. Lord, um, we see the news and we know that there is an earthquake and yet there are so many questions that are still not answered. But we, what we do know is the devastation and the heartbreak it brings to the human soul. And so, Lord, we pray for those there who have been affected, whose lives and homes and businesses and work and families and loved ones have been devastatingly affected by this earthquake. And, Lord, we pray for your love and your compassion to uh, surround them, encompass them, and hug them and hold them during this time of grief and sadness and worry and pain and anxiety. Lord, we pray for our, our brothers and our sisters right here in South Florida with us and, and all of those in the Haitian community that are worshiping and crying out to you this day. Lord, hear their prayers. Let our prayers join their prayers. Lord, hear their tears and their brokenheartedness. Lord, hear their, their worries. Let your Holy Spirit move in the search for information and connecting again with, with family and friends and those that we can't find. Lord, we pray for our, our brokenhearted brothers and sisters, our, our neighbors, and that your comfort would fill them. And Lord, we, uh, we pray for the leaders in Haiti who will be guiding the response and the healing efforts. We pray for the, the resources that will be shared from this community and our neighborhoods, and, but also from around the globe. We pray for those resources to pour in with honor and respect, and Lord, we pray for the wisdom of the local leaders who will guide and utilize those resources to uh, alleviate the hurt and the suffering. Oh Lord, may people in the midst of this find hope. In the midst of the tragedy, may we find the, uh, the melody of your love. Lord, blanket our Caribbean neighbors and friends with a, an overfilling and overpouring of your Holy Spirit.
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. The scripture to encourage us today is from Ephesians uh, chapter 5. And this is uh, Paul writing to his good friends at the church at Ephesus and writing to, uh, to us today. And these words of scripture are of great encouragement. So, so be careful to live your lives wisely, not foolishly. Take advantage of every opportunity because these days, these are evil times. Because of this, don't be ignorant, but, but understand the Lord's will. Don't get drunk on wine, which produces depravity. Instead, be filled, be filled with the Spirit in the following ways. Speak to each other with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music to the Lord in your hearts. Always give thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Oh Lord, may your spirit move and help us find the songs of our hearts today. Amen. And amen. So what's the song of your heart? What's the song in your heart? I'm not talking about that earworm that gets stuck in your, your head and you just can't get rid of it for the day. But I mean that song in your heart that moves your soul and, and gets you going and gets you moving. The other uh, day, uh, my wife Amy and I were getting ready for the day, and we're preparing some breakfast in the, in the kitchen, and we were getting going. And we have this little contraption that um, spies on us and listens to us and pays attention to everything that we do in the house. It's called Alexa. And the little Alexa is always there uh, thinking and, uh, and sometimes talking to us when we don't expect and, uh, and getting really confused when there's a thunderstorm you know, that's going on. But that's, this morning, I decided that I would, uh, I would ask Alexa to play us some music. So I said, Alexa, play something I might like. You know, let's see how well Alexa knows me, right? So Alexa, play something I might like. And immediately, there was the dramatic chord that starts the music for the opening of the musical Hamilton. <laughs> how does the founding father without a father become the $10, you know? And so the music starts playing, and it starts going, and, and of course, Amy turns to me and says, well, Alexa knows you, you know, because all of a sudden the next song comes on, and I'm singing along. To dream the impossible dream, you know? And how do you not start your day with the next song that came on, which is like, you know, a wake-up kind of song, like, ooh, 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 woke up today like I always do. Come on, folks, you know it's the opening to Hairspray, right? Yeah. Good morning, Baltimore. Every day is an open door. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Brave, just keep singing songs because that will be more entertaining as we go along, right? Because Ray's got to talk at some point. It's like, Rafe, if you're going to talk about music, just step aside, let Michael and the team come back up there, and we'll just sing songs all day long. Well, what's the song of your heart? What moves you? What gets you going? When we set our alarms to wake up in the morning, do you like the bell to go off and go, eh, 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 eh? Or do you set an alarm for music to play, to awaken your soul, to fill your heart, and to move you? So when you're searching after the Lord, when you're coming before the Lord, when you're trying to live wisely and know the Lord's will and go the Lord's way, do it in this way. Speak to each other with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Do it with the music. Do it with the music. What's the song of your heart? Song has the power to start us, to prime our pumps, to fill us. Music is powerful. It's powerful. It's pervasive in our culture, in our world, isn't it? I mean, there's music coming out all the time. Music is everywhere. 
It is a powerful movement in our world and in our, in our culture. You watch the Olympics? You remember watching the Olympics? And they would capture the athletes in their preparation time or their downtime. What did just about all of them have? Headsets on? Ear pods or earbuds in that they were listening to? Some were listening to music to relax them, get their breathing rates down, get them, get them relaxed and, and prepared. Others were listening to music to inspire and to move and to get them ready to perform. In many of the sports, the athletes have to choose their music that's played while they're performing their, their work, their, their presentation for the judges. And so the music has to play. Many folks of us love to put our music in when we're going to our workout, right? I put headset on when I'm riding my bike. Not always the smartest thing in South Florida to have earbuds on when you're riding the bike in South Florida. But I know my wife and a lot of other people got ear things in while they're running and going on their run when they're working out at a gym or just in their home. You're listening to music. Music is playing. The music, we put it on in the workplace because it sets the mood, it sets a, a standard, it sets an expectation. We, we love that music. What's the song that's playing in your heart? Music in our culture makes lots of money. There is money to be made in music. It is a driving force. But not only is money a driving force in our economy, I would say that music is a driving force in our technological innovations. Think about it. The tech industry has been innovated because of the drive for music and the people, people desiring and wanting a free flow of music. Amazon. Amazon started as an online book distributor. They sold books online. Okay? Very quickly, they discovered, you know, you can only sell so many books, but if we put it on audio... But then when people realize, oh, you can do books and audio, well, then you can just stream our, our music directly. And so they went into music. And then what is Amazon today? The, uh, the iPods and the iTunes and the uh, everything I, you know, is all driven by music. Music making it happen. The Spotify's and everything online is driven by music. Much of the technology that we use to do our uh, online worship and to put the things on the screens and all that kind of stuff, all that technology, it, it's got to be able to handle the song. It's got to be able to handle the music. And so what's the song that's playing in your heart? What's the song that's playing in your heart? And then there are times, right, when the music doesn't play. You know those times of life I'm talking about where the melody just can't find its rhythm and it can't play in your heart and your life. When there is no song in your heart. How does the music play in Haiti today? How does the music play in our Haitian community here in South Florida? How does it play today? How does the, the music play in the midst of, of COVID and quarantining and vaccinating and all of the things that we worry about? How does the music play when a loved one or a friend is in the ICU and can't breathe with COVID? How does the music play? What's the song in our hearts? when a pandemic takes the life of a loved one. You know, the scripture talks about that too. In Psalm 137, 137, the music couldn't play. And the people of Israel actually cry out in this psalm. They cry out, how could we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? These are people who have been carried away into exile. They have been captive, made captive, they've been oppressed, they've been taken over by a, by a vicious, powerful government that has came and carried them away, they are lost, they are pulled away from home and family and place of worship and everything, and their cry of their hearts is, how can we sing the song? How can we sing 
of the Lord's song? How can we sing of praise and glory to God? How can we sing a song when we are in a foreign place, when we are in a broken place, when we are in a hurting place? In the worst of times, how do we remember the song in our heart? When we need the movement of the Holy Spirit the most, when we need Jesus the most, it's the song that can carry us through. I know that Jesus in the Gospel of John said over and over again, I am. I am the bread of life. I am the living water. I am the gate. I am the door. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the good shepherd. I bet today, in our culture today, Jesus would say, I am the song. I am the song playing in your earbuds. The scripture encourages us that when you, when you come to each other, when you're with each other, wherever you are, whatever place your heart is in in your life, this is how you talk to each other. This is how you encourage each other with psalms, with hymns, with spiritual songs. Sing the song of your heart. So what is the song of your heart. What is the song that helps us each and every day when we need to be filled up, particularly on the days when we feel so empty? Make music in your heart. This fills us. Make the music that sing the song of the Lord. What's the song in your heart that readies you, that, that fills you up? The uh, couple of days ago, it was Thursday, I was taking a, a couple of retreat days to sermon prep. And what I mean by sermon prep, a lot of you think that, you know, you know doing a sermon, you might think, well, you've got to study Scripture, and you've got to know the Scripture, and then you've got to be creative, and you've got to put things together, and you've got to figure out what show tunes you're going to sing at the beginning to get everybody's attention, right? And, uh, and so you just do that, that creative work. But there's something, there's another mantra that I live by, what I call my sermon prep, is that you can't give what you don't have. You can't give the passion of a love for Christ if you're not filled up with that in your heart and your life. And so sermon prep time sometimes is retreat time that takes a little time. And so I was going to my retreat place, and it's a little bit of a drive. And so I set up some... Um, some things to listen to. I was going to, uh, I was going to uh, listen to some podcasts and uh, listen to some things. And I got in the car and I started to drive and I put on the podcast and blah, blah, blah. It was just middle-aged men talking, you know? I'm like, ah, and my mind's going every direction and how do I pay? So I turned the podcast off and I went back to the music that plays in the Christian community. The hymns, the psalms, the spiritual songs, the contemporary music. And I listened for a while, 45 minutes to an hour, and some of my favorites and things that ring in my heart came back to me. Todo está bien, they would sing. And then I turned on the podcast because I was ready and heard the preacher preach. And then I went to the next podcast on sociology. Oh, Rafe, that sounds so exciting. You're going to study, you're going to listen to sociology, but a sociology about how you reach the I-gen, the I-generation, the generation that everything is I-something, right? The Gen Z. And so it gave me this compassion for these young adults who were working to find their way in the world. In order to fill up, Sometimes you need to prime the pump. What's the song in your heart? Or another way to ask this is, what's the rhythm of your life? Life needs to find a rhythm and a song that plays, that gives you hope and brings you forward. What is the song of your hope, of your heart? What is the song of your heart? Sometimes we just feel like, well, we've got all we need. We live in USA, America, and we're filled up with everything that we need. We have affluence, we have entitlement, we have education, we have 
everything that we need. And so we, we try to fill up and live our lives with these things. We fill ourselves up with riches. We fill ourselves up with education. We fill ourselves up with power, with sex, with alcohol, with the things that we can buy, maybe even more music. And we fill ourselves up with more blessings and more stuff that we can afford and that we can do and recreation. And we fill ourselves up. And the scripture says foolishness. Foolishness, all that temporary stuff when you want to be filled up fill up with the holy spirit and you fill up with the holy spirit like this you sing the songs of your heart what's the song of your heart i knew a a gentleman once in my congregation in church every week every week never missed Wife, adult children, grandchildren there in church. He was there all the time. But he would never enter into the worship area. He would never come into the worship area until what he called the preliminaries were done. When all the preliminaries were done, he'd come in. You know what the preliminaries were for him? It was that opening song, the responsive reading of a psalm of Scripture, uh, somebody sharing some information about a mission, and uh, then maybe another song and a special music by the choir, and uh, somebody playing something. And then all of those things would be, would be done. And then just about the time that the preacher got up to read the Scripture, he'd come in like that's the only important thing. And I'm thinking... Wow. If you think the most valuable part of worship is listening to Rafe Babylon, you're really missing it. Because when the Spirit moves, the Spirit moves. And here's the thing. When the Spirit moves in, in worship, people have heard things that I didn't say, and I have said things that I didn't write and plan on. Because that's just how it, how it happens. I can't tell you how many times folks have said to me, says, Rafe, I agree with you when you talked about this and this and this and this. And I'm like, I didn't talk about that. Or when people say, when you said this, I made a note and, and wrote it down. And I go back and watch and listen to it and go, wow, I did say that. You know, the Holy Spirit was a lot brighter than I was. And, but it takes a whole of worship. W-H-O-L-E, a whole of worship that everything that to bring the rhythm together of the movement that happens to experience what God's filling is doing in our hearts and our lives. And so this gentleman, he would only come in to worship after the preliminaries were done. He just listened to Rafe Babel and or whoever the preacher was for the day. And here's the thing I noticed about his life. He never got it. He didn't get it. You know, that love your neighbor and love your enemy thing? I mean, he kind of tolerated a handful of people who thought like he did. But that love your neighbor, love your enemy, it was a little bit grumpy. He could be fun sometimes, but he was also pretty negative. But he was present in church every week. He was giving every week. He was there. And he, in fact, he even served. And he did work in the church. But it became more of a, of a social club kind of thing. And you interacted with him. He was kind of an okay guy. But you didn't feel the love from him. We need the song. We need the song in our hearts. We need the music. And Jesus says, I am the bread, I am the way, I am the song, I would say. We need the song in our hearts to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need the song in our hearts to reflect Christ. We need the song in our hearts to express the radical, revolutionary, turn the world upside down kind of love. Music in the soul, song in the heart, rhythm in the life is Jesus. And it readies us to be filled up with the Holy Spirit for the life that is before us. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Sing the songs in your heart in good times and in bad. Make music in your soul. Seize the moment, the Scripture says. Seize the time. Fill up and share it. And fill up. This is why we fill up. You know why we fill up? We fill up so that we can share it. What's the song in your heart? What's the song in your heart? What's filling you? What's the song in your heart? 
And we fill up so that we can share it. Amen. Amen. Most gracious God, we cry to you so often to fill us, to comfort us, to come to us, to heal us. Lord, prime our pumps with your song. Let the melody of Jesus find its way into our ears and into our hearts. Lord, help us to discover over and over again that rhythm of life in your kingdom and in your love. Amen and amen. I really think we need to sing. <laughs> Don't you guys? You really think we need oh, yes. to sing? I think we need to sing. <laughs> There's a whole song that says, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. God's grace is enough for everyone. Is that amen? And the song we're going to do right now, it's, This is Amazing Grace.
as you uh, go now and, uh, and share in uh, how God has filled you, uh, be sure your sharing also includes an offering that you can do online uh, through our technologies. If you're here on location, you can find the baskets and bags and stuff that uh, drop your giving in. But this is a way of us responding to uh, God's love in our, our lives. Um, go now with the blessing and the assurance that God has sent his one and only son into the world to be the song in your heart. Go now and sing praises. Go now and make a melody pleasing to God. Go now to discover the rhythm of the Holy Spirit moving in you. Amen and amen.